tuning in now to the all-new LBX Daily Show. Brought to you by the LBX Collective. Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll. With your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. Oh, hey, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the LBX Daily. We wanted to start things off today with a quick explanation about what we're doing here and what this amazing podcast is all about. So the LBX Daily is meant to be the first in a series of podcasts that we're launching in our location-based experience collective, which we call the LBX Collective. It's meant to be a quick 15, 20-minute video podcast highlighting some of the fascinating things happening in the location-based entertainment industry. We divided the show into two parts. In the first part, which we call the rundown, we touch on some of the interesting things that we've come across that we think are relevant to our industry and that we think would be great to share with you. In the second part, we top it off with our very own musings on an industry-specific topic, which we call the rumination. Okay, now since the goal here is to create community and get people to share ideas and connect, we then post this rumination on our Discord channel and ask you to join us there and provide your thoughts and feedback. And this brings me to the biggest point, which is what the heck is this community all about? So no, it's not just about Brandon and I yammering away on this podcast. It's about creating a space for industry professionals like us to connect, interact, inspire, and celebrate. A place where you can share your knowledge and find solutions for your challenges. Now, if you haven't already done so after this podcast, of course, head on over to our website, lbxcollective.com and sign up to be part of this growing community. We would love to have everyone there. All right, let's get things rolling, shall we? Perfect. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so Brandon, do you know yeah. what today is? I don't know. What is today? Okay, okay. all right. Yeah, I, I think it would have been hard to guess this one, but it's National Waffle Day. <laughs> so uh, now, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm sure you're shocked. Anyway, I had to share this news. This is so fascinating. Lego, Lego, my ego, um, um, has come up and they partnered with Tennessee Sugarland Distilling Company, and they have... Uh, created this new sipping cream, which is they're calling, oh my gosh, it's crazy, French in a jar. It combines the flavor of Eggo waffles, bacon, and maple syrup. Of course, you can see here all the delectable delights that they're presenting. <laughs> um, the website even has a, a bunch of different recipes for creating uh, different drinks with this cream. So here's an example, the maple okay. milkshake, right? Okay, so Eggo brunch in a jar, obviously, Sugar Land's maple bacon moonshine, which I'm going to tell you sounds absolutely delicious. Um, and I have, what, what is that next thing? Frenetta Mentha? Frenette Mentha. I've had Frenette Branca, which is like a really herbal thing, uh, but yeah. I've never had Mentha before. So I don't know what that is. There you go. And vanilla syrup. So <laughs> special, special, special things. Now, of course, this got me going, um, call me Canadian, but anything that's got maple syrup in it, I'm just literally attracted to instantly. So <laughs> there you go, guys. Um, another one of these cool, cool collaborations that's happening, um, Lego My Ego and uh, Tennessee uh, Sugarland Distillery. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a brilliant collaboration and um, sort of reminds me about another collaboration. So uh, it's, it isn't today, but on the 26th, which is, which is Sunday, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. So Saturday, it took me a second to figure out what day it is today. Um, so on Saturday, it is International Dog Day. And so on behalf of International Dog Day, you have Hilton and then Mars Pet Care, which apparently makes everything in the world. Uh, but Mars much. Pet Care, they make the Caesar Canine Cuisine meals. And so if you stay at any pet-friendly Hilton 
branded hotel. You have you stay there on Saturday. So that's the Hilton Garden Inn, Hampton, Homewood Suites, Embassy Suites, any pet-friendly hotel, you will get a free can of Caesar Canine Cuisine. So great collaboration for International Dog Day. Literally, my dog can hear you. She's drooling in the background. She loves that stuff so much. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't get her to eat. And I know if I crack open one of those, she'll mouth that down in 10 seconds flat. <laughs> oh, I think my if my dog, we feed our dogs dry food. If I cracked open one of those cans, my dog would eat the whole can and the food. I'm sure she would just go right through it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, so yeah, great, great collaboration. And I feel like we don't do enough for dogs in, in FECs in general, right? Or, you know, other LBE venues. I feel like that, that's, just don't I see dog friendly venues very often or dog friendly yeah, experiences. I agree with you. And I mean, I think we talked about this recently. Like, what do you do in your facilities to make things more dog friendly? Like, um, you know, Dairy Queen, when I go through the drive through there, they're like, oh, you have a dog. Do you want a doggy treat? And they'll put a little ice cream thing on, you know, and that just it just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. I love that. And I love going places where they put the dog bowl out because you're walking around with your dog. You can sit down and have a beverage on the patio and there's like a dog bowl for your dog to kind of refresh themselves while you're having your refreshment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. People treat their dogs just like their kids. I mean, so oh, yeah. many of them do or more sometimes even better than they treat their kids. Uh, and and I feel like there's there are opportunities. And we've seen other venues, LBE venues that have like that are focused around dogs and you have the bar that your dog go run around and you can kind of meet other dog owners and build relationships that way. So I think we've seen that, but I just feel like there's probably some cool things we could do uh, to accommodate dogs a little bit more like the Starbucks pup cup or the Dairy Queen thing, you know, that kind of thing. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Well, I'm sure everybody here has heard of hot girl summers. (laughs) Um, but have you ever heard of girl dinner? So this is a new term. This is crazy guys. It's a new term that took off this summer after a TikTok influencer created a video using, um, um, she, she created, um, a a video talking about how she eats um, her food. So instead of having a big pile of food to eat, uh, girl dinner is about finding little snackable things to put together to create a whole meal in itself. Um, so think kind of like a Lunchable. There's like a few pieces of this, a few pieces of that, and it all kind of comes together. Now, a couple fast food chains have actually picked up on this trend, Popeye's being one of them. And I'm going to like, I'll share, they actually have a menu. This is crazy. Um, called girl dinner where it's homestyle mac and cheese, Cajun fries, mashed potatoes and gravy, kind of like tiny little stirrings of them, rice and bean coleslaw, a la carte biscuits, which I think is so cute. So you can pick, kind of pick a few little items that you want. You don't have to have the whole whack menu of massive things uh, to eat. And, uh, you know, it just makes sense to me. Some of the portions out there are absolutely huge, right? The portion sizes are insane. And I love the idea of being able to try a bunch of little things like this, like mini, I'd love to do like a little mini a la carte or like a charcuterie board. So this is like, like a little Popeye's charcuterie board, basically. Totally. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's great. I think. I mean, why can't we do that in our facilities? Like a few little fries, maybe a couple chicken tenders, you know, maybe a little slider. We just have to come up with a different name. Maybe we could call it like, I don't know, a Scooby snack or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over. just little snack packs that would be fun yeah snack is yeah again it's about variety like i want to try a lot of different things but i don't want big portions so mm-hmm. yeah i'd love to but i want to try a lot of your different so maybe i end up eating a lot but I, i'm doing that by trying a bunch of little things too and depending on how you price it you could potentially drive your per cap up even higher if oh, your pricing is structured well enough that maybe three chicken tenders is 2.99 but one chicken tender is a dollar 99 
out of this like a la carte menu and I don't really think about it and I just build this a la carte menu. Now you've just increased your margin on that chicken tender, for example. So there's probably ways to play around with that. You know, I pay 12 bucks for an a la carte menu versus a 9.99 for a big, big meal, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely some, some cool things to play with there. Uh, all right. Well, it, it is, um, it's apparently food. It's, I think this is going to be like our food and beverage, you know, totally. food and beverage uh, day today. Cause we've only been talking about food, either dog food or human food. Um, but, uh, so apparently on August 24th, it is officially, uh, it is officially fall because the Starbucks <laughs> Starbucks has released their fall lineup, uh, including of course the famed PSL, the pumpkin spice latte, and, uh, and so, man, already I feel like, and they've released some, some other drinks so two new ice drinks as well. And this is the first time. So, and maybe this is because it's summertime. It's still summertime. Come on guys. It's not fall yet. So maybe it's still summer, but this is the first time that actually the majority of their fall lineup is iced drinks over hot drinks. So they, uh, the, the majority, it's three out of their five fall drinks are now ice drinks. And that's a totally new thing for them, but that's because ice drinks, I mean, they obviously look at their data, ice drinks are skyrocketing, iced coffee and iced everything else. And the hot drinks are, you know, still doing well, but not as well as the ice drinks. So is that just in your area or is that actually across the board? They're saying no, it's across the board. Yeah. Oh, it's across the board. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I love a good pumpkin spice latte. Like there is not honestly when it comes out, but it's too soon. I'm going to boycott. I'm not buying one until September till after Labor Day. Like it's like that rule of wearing white. Do you know that after yeah. like you're allowed to wear white through the summer, then after Labor Day, there's no more white wearing. You're not allowed to wear white anymore. Oh. This is like a fashion rule. So oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, now I know that. That's good to know. Okay. So this should be a pumpkin spice rule. No pumpkin spice lattes allowed till after Labor Day. Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, here in Phoenix, anyway, we're still swimming all the way through September, but that's fine. Right. But like Labor Day is typically that delineation mentally when you're into we're into fall mentality, even if the weather is still not fall weather, at least here in Phoenix. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, August is too soon. If you want to if you want to make Christmas in October, OK, you can try to push Christmas into October. Uh, but let's not push. Let's not push the fall into yeah. a summer month like June, July, August. Stay out, pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Now, I want watermelon. I want corn on the cob. I want barbecue. Like that's what I want during you know June, July, August. So <laughs> picnic, picnic. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm not having. I'm not, I'm not carting a pumpkin to my picnic, right? Yeah, that's right. So. It's too soon. I agree. I agree. You know, Starbucks has actually launched a lot of little test items recently, which I think are kind of fun. They don't specifically list them on their menu, and I don't think every location does it, but there are a few. So um, I've tried the bagel bites which are whole, I mean, like, stop me now. They give you three little bagel bites for $6.95, I think it is. (laughs) But these are like little puffs of heaven in your mouth. And I don't know how they do it. It's like a donut. And they infuse the the cream cheese inside it. And they warm it up. And they're, oh, my gosh, they are delicious. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, I don't know if you know. I know we were, I think, I can't remember if we talked about it, if we were going to talk about it, but uh, the whole Barbie themed drinks and everything else. Well, talk about that secret hidden drink. Well, at Starbucks, they also have a Barbie Frappuccino. Um, Mm -hmm. So I didn't know if you know, but you could walk up and it's a secret menu item. And, uh, and, and they've, they've put it out there. So next time you go into Starbucks, ask for a Barbie Frappuccino if you want to drink 400 calories. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's the problem with Frappuccinos. They're so good, but they're, they're so robust. 
I know. So robust, that's a very nice, <laughs> kind word for the, the, the calorie content in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, but there's so many trends like that happening with around the seasonally food themed items. Like right now, um, Legoland is getting ready to launch um, uh, on their monster menu for Halloween, dead mm. donuts. Here, I've got a picture of them. Check oh, just check them out. Oh, I, those I look know. awesome. The, oh my gosh. Yeah, like I love the green icing popping out of the bottom of them. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it mint? If it's mint icing, then that's even better. That would be amazing. I, I, yes, very cool, right? Then yeah. um, we have Universal, which is bringing the let's pull up these. They're called Mummy Pops. Now I have no idea what's in them, but they. I mean, I wonder if there's a sort of a banana flavoring over ice cream, and it looks good. Anything yeah. on a stick, I'll I'll take. I like things on sticks. Like, it, yeah, you know, little pop, little. I feel like they need to work on their production value a little bit. So those of you who are just listening, there's uh, they all look a little bit different from each other. So like there's some uniformity issues. Like one of them is missing an eye. Um, they have like these little these little candy eyes, and one is missing an eye, which is a little bit odd. Um, but they look yummy. They still look good, even even though they look like a kid made them. Yes, exactly. And then Disney, Disney resorts, obviously they do Halloween up, you know, up to the level that (laughs) we can appreciate Halloween. Um, And they have some treats coming out. So Disney um, apples, I thought these looked really cute. Uh, There's a little orange one that's got little ears on it and a little vine. And then the kind of the spooky ghoul one that's all red with a ghouly green face running down it. Yeah, those are super cool. That looks awesome. And I can love, love the fact that I can eat marshmallows with my caramel apple too, or my candy apple. So like oh, use the yeah. little marshmallows for the ears, it looks like for the uh, for the pumpkin version of the, the Mickey. So mm-hmm. yeah, very, very cool. Those look great. Well, uh, and Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, just go ahead. I was going to say candy apples are awesome because in my mind, they negate each other, the healthy and the bad. So if you're eating an apple, the healthiness of the apple negates the bad of all the sugar and the marshmallows and the icing that you're actually going to get. Yep. Yep. So you can attract, you can have diabetes, but you keep the doctor away because you're having one apple a day. So (laughs) one apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. 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 So, I think that's apples without caramel and candy coating, but and, you know, that's right. They do. Yeah. They can't do that. That's the, that's what you tell yourself. Cause I love yeah. caramel apple. It's one of my favorite treats. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Good to know. Good to know. There's a, there's a, there's a funny story I'll talk about at some point uh, about Rocky mountain chocolate factory and chocolate and caramel apples and a tradition with my wife. And uh, there's a, there's a long story mm-hmm. that we'll, we'll maybe I'll maybe share at one point, but okay. um, very embarrassing uh, early, early in our, early in our marriage. Uh, I feel story. like we have no. time for you to share that quickly now. <laughs> no, it was just, all right. All right. I'll share it. I was 22 maybe. So, you know, we got married pretty young at 21. I was 22 and I want to do something special for her birthday. I think I can't remember if it was anniversary or it was an anniversary. It must've been birthday. And like, I knew when we were up in Sedona, we used to travel to Sedona a lot. That's a, a, a beautiful place up in Northern Arizona. And and there's a Rocky Mountain chocolate factory there. And every time we would go, we'd always stop in and we'd get a caramel apple. We'd split it and we'd eat it. And like we just loved, and it wasn't just pure caramel. Right? You get with the stuff all drizzled on top of it. So it was like a really fancy caramel apple. And uh, and so I uh, said, all right, for her birthday, I, list, I solicited a friend to come with me. Um, actually, I wasn't even 22. To be fair, I was probably, actually, I think I was 25. So I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't totally young, totally naive. Um, but, uh, I say, Hey, I want to go up to Sedona to Rocky mountain chocolate factory and get this, What I didn't, so we drove all the way to Sedona. We get it. We come all the way back down and surprise my wife for her birthday. She's super excited. She's like, awesome. So did you get this at Scottsdale, the Scottsdale mall? And I'm like, no, 
I drove up to Sedona and got it. What are you talking about? And she just starts laughing at me. And apparently, so I thought that this was something unique only to Sedona. I had no clue that Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory existed all across, like everywhere, right? Like you can get one everywhere. And there's one at Scottsdale, the Scottsdale Mall. There's one at Chandler Fashion Square. There's literally one like 15 miles away or 10 miles away from my house. And I drove all the way up to Sedona for uh, for, a t- for a four-hour round trip just to get uh, just to get that stuff. So anyway, that's my really embarrassing, just stupid uh, stupid thing you do for, for love, I guess. So mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. I'd say true love, true love. Those are, those are the things. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so sweet and darling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your wife, that was the moment your wife knew she's like, yep, he's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. He's a keeper, but he, he's uh he's also a naive. So got to straighten that out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at 21, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But I was 25, but that's okay. You know, either way, um, you know, but it was the thought that counts and, uh, and you know what? It tasted way better than the one in Scottsdale would have tasted. I'm sure. So. I bet you. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Even though it was probably made in Scottsdale and shipped up to Sedona, but you know. <laughs> okay. It's like a day old just because it's up in Sedona. So I actually got a day old, you know, apple or something. Mm-hmm. I could have had a fresher one nearby anyway. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's right. Well, you, you did it though. That's good. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, all right. So what's our rumination? What's, what's so rumination? rumination today is talking about seasonal foods is does your facility create any holiday themed food and beverage offerings? Um, let us know on the discord. We'd love to hear about all those fun and funky things that everyone's creating out there. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, you don't have to be, I mean, we showed what well, we showed Legoland, we showed universal, we showed Disney, uh, for, for all these, for these different things, like you look at that donut, there's nothing that Legoland was doing that you no. couldn't do in your facility, right? Uh, that right. weird, strange ass little pop that universal is doing nothing you can do in your facility, the caramel apples, a little more complex, uh, cause the, you know, the, the, the artistic design and stuff, but anyway, there's so many things we could be doing in, in our facilities to, to really bring in the season. season. So let, let's hear it. What are you guys already doing? And yeah. what are you thinking about doing this, uh, this season? So Awesome. Uh, well, look, I guess that's the end of today's LDX Daily, uh, but we don't want to end here. So hop on over the Discord channel, share your thoughts on today's rumination, and, and we have some past ones up there, and we're having some movement, and we'd love your feedback on this episode. You know, DM us on Discord or put it right out there in the open for everybody to see and you know, put requests for future topics, burning questions that you'd like to ask the community. And, uh, and look, we want to build this community up. We want to spread the power of what we can do here at the LBX Collective. So share the link to our Discord server. Share the episodes with your friends and with other industry professionals that you know. Tell them to head over to lbxcollective.com. Join the most amazing community ever. So until we meet again, fellow LBXers, keep being extraordinary. And this is CB and BW. I'm not going to mess it up this time. CB and BW signing off. <laughs> Stay tuned and uh, keep kicking ass. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.